Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. The best of Mile High Sports is brought to you by Bespoke Edge, Denver's premier custom suit provider. If you have a special event coming up like a wedding, or you're just looking to update your wardrobe and dress more professionally, they can help. Don't know much about matching or what you need to do for what occasion? No problem. They will take care of all the details and outfit you in a great-looking modern style and perfect for Denver. They were just awarded Top of the Town Reader's Choice by 5280 Magazine this summer. Why wait any longer to look great? Visit BespokeEdge.com today and make an appointment. I love the colorful clothes you wear. Perspective, experience, and a sense of humor. If you don't get it, listen closer. Gil Whiteley says things you need to think about. If you're wondering if he just said that, he did. Whiteley so. Mile High Sports. Hello and welcome. Will Evans, Gil Whiteley in the house. We're running at this. I got a guy saying... On Twitter, and I've been back and forth, Quentin Griffin, he's a longtime listener and a longtime t- Twitter follower, and we interact a lot. He says he doesn't think it he doesn't think John Lynch is a Bronco if he gets in the Hall of Fame. He, he, we don't claim him. And I almost agree with that. Uh, because Lynch's Hall of Fame years were all in Tampa. Yeah. And then he said, oh, that's the same with Andre Ware. And I don't agree with that because there's no Super Bowl 50 without Andre Ware. He was that dominant on the right side. All of Von Miller's best games are when Andre Ware was in the game creating his own havoc. And when Andre Ware was there, Von Miller was more effective, way more effective. You know, I, you, know you can go through it all, the whole thing, I, even when it was going on. Uh, so I claim... Andre Ware, he was an effective Bronco. He he played like a Hall of Famer is here. Uh, Arnie Stapleton joins us from Associated Press. I got a guy who who if if uh, if 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 Lynch gets in the uh, the Hall of Fame, that the Broncos shouldn't claim him. And I almost agree with that because Lynch really his all his Hall of Fame years, Arnie, were in Tampa. But Andre Ware, uh, he made. He, there's no Super Bowl 50 without him. DeMar- DeMarcus Ware. DeMarcus, DeMarcus Ware. I'm sorry. No, I'm screwing that up. You know me. I love the takes. Andre Ware, the, the Andre. quarterback from Houston. I'm yeah. like, wait a minute. I'm sorry. No, no. DeMarcus Ware from DeMar- the Cowboys. I, I, came I, I the apologize. Cowboys. I apologize. I, I do that all the time. No, he, but he DeMarcus retires. DeMarcus Ware made, made Von Miller better every time he was in the game. Von Miller doesn't get two and a half sacks if Andre Ware isn't on the other side and that create that, that fumble. Uh, Arnie, you're, uh, so I claim... I claim Demarcus Ware. I don't. I just did. I, and I and I won't claim Andre Ware. That was all my bad. Hi, Arnie. Well, hey, howdy. I understand you claiming um, Demarcus uh, Gill, but why why wouldn't you claim Lynch? How many years was Lynch here? He he had some good years here, didn't he? I I I thought that Lynch. Uh, honestly, I didn't think uh, I didn't think Lynch played that well when he was here. I I I was very critical of him. I. I, you know, he had lost a step for most of the time here. Maybe his first year and a half or something. Yeah, but but uh, uh, I didn't see. 
I thought he lost a step only in that last summer that he literally lost a step. Literally. <laughs> left, you know, and, he, and, he, and, and they cut him. But he had his, he Hall, his, his, Hall of Fame, his Hall of Fame years were, were in Tampa. Well, he won, a, he won his ring in Tampa, but he was a, he was a part. I mean, I would, look, if, if I'm the Broncos, you complain year after year that they don't have enough respect. I, I'll, I'll take Lynch. It's not like he had just a cup of coffee here. Um, you know, but having said that, you know, I'm, I'm hopeful that uh, Atwater gets in. I think that's the, that's the guy that. Uh, Steve Atwater's you know, biggest hit. Long, long Steve Atwater's biggest hit. Biggest hit? What was his biggest hit? Gosh. Well, I mean, there's the famous one against Kansas City, uh, but, Chris, I mean, you could look at any of them. Christian yeah, the, when he hit Christian Correa, he's more famous for that. I think his biggest hit when he knocked out three of the Broncos' backfield at the end of the <laughs> Super Bowl win, <laughs> including himself. Right. Remember that hit? Well, yeah, um, but, you know, like there was uh, – you know, he was the hardest hitting safety in the in the history um, of of the NFL. So, I think uh, I think he should be in. But it's not. You know, every year there's you know they only have five five guys, and it gets harder and harder every year because you have a bigger and bigger pool of guys. And a lot of these guys that come up that are first time no brainers, they kind of you know scoot the other guys out of the way. So, so um, nothing's a gimme, but he should be in. So you think he'll get in? Uh, you know, I'm I'm hopeful he gets in. You, you never can really say. I mean, I was surprised. You know, um, the champ got in in his first year because it looked like there was, uh, you know, that he was just going to be edged out until uh, you know until this year or another year. So you know, ne- you never can tell. It's uh, you know, the Pro Football Hall of Fame is unique in that they get together on the you know the eve of the Super Bowl and they hash out the finalists. Um, you know, and sometimes you can be swayed by a good argument. Uh, you know, it's all kinds of, of, of things that happen. It's it's different in every sport, obviously. But um, so, so you can never say a guy's you know a shoe in. Yeah, and and a lot has to do with the weight of the beat writer that's doing the presentations. The weight that he has yeah. with other writers, because uh, that's what happens. Uh, you know, that's one of the re- that's one of the, it was Zimmerman who, who, who kept Gratishar out. Yeah. Well, and, you know, it's, it's you know, the, the human element comes into it, but you're right. There's, there's times that the guys have been more forceful in, you know, pitching, pitching one guy or another. They've really done their homework. I think that's rewarded, you know, so th- that can all make a, make a difference. You know, it's different in, in baseball where, you know, everybody votes by mail and in, from across the country and over a span of six weeks. Um, you know, the, that's a different, you know, maybe it's antiquated, but it couldn't it couldn't work this way in baseball. You know, you couldn't, uh, you know, you have a much smaller pool of voters in football and they all get together on the eve of the Super Bowl and it's, you know, you get them all in one room and then you go through the painful process that it is sometimes. You know, baseball's different, basketball's different, um, you know, but uh, like I said, Atwater deserves to be in. Yeah. He deserved to be in a long time. The shortest speech in the history of the uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame voting was uh, was my friend Woody Page, who said, "Lady, because there was one lady in the vote in that time. Lady and gentlemen, 
I present John Elway. And he said, well, that's, <laughs> he that's said, longer. Well, then that's longer than Pete Doherty for Brett Favre uh, <laughs> a few years ago, because all he did was stand up and say, Brett Favre. Oh. And then he closed up his notebook and sat down. So that's oh, the shortest. He, so he was trying to, so he was basically trying to beat Woody's shortest speech. Yeah. And he beat him, <laughs> but it took a while. <laughs> That's funny. What are you looking at in this Super Bowl? I had Wade Phillips on the other day, and 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 uh, you know Wade, he, he he picked this to go twenty eight twenty seven, but he doesn't know who's going to win. But every time I asked him questions uh, about defending these teams, and he's defended both of them one one of them twice this year and once last year, uh, he kept he kept talking about yeah. And no one can cover Tyreek Hill. You have to double team him every play. Everything that's on there. Uh, you know, every time he met, we talked about it, it was Kansas City, Kansas City, uh, and, and he said, "Well, it's going to be close." Uh, I look at I look at this game, and and San Francisco cannot get behind because they uh, if they have to get come back and, and and pass the ball all the time and 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 abandon their 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 uh, run. Their, their run play, uh, they're going to be in trouble. And we already know that if Kansas City gets behind, yeah, that's uh, that standard operating procedure. Yeah, Kansas City is, plays very well from behind because of that speed they have. You know, I think, and, and I've said as much as I, I think the 49ers right now are the most well-balanced team in the NFL, I just get the uh, sense that Mahomes is going to lead the team, is going to lead the Chiefs to victory, much like, Brett Favre did in his young days with the Green Bay Packers. You know, he's the, the X factor. Um, you know, Mahomes, like you said, he could be down 17-7, nothing, and, and he's just rallying the troops. He doesn't, uh, you know, freak out. And the other thing is the coaching staff there doesn't freak out. And, and uh, you know, any other team that goes down 17, 24, 10 points, uh, they abandon everything they've worked so hard for for a couple weeks. And they play into, you know, their opponent's hands to, to try to, you know, keep it from getting crazy. And, and Mahomes and the coaching staff, they don't do that. They just go out there, okay, we're, you know, they don't need much time to score. It's kind of like the Randy Moss days back in, you know, his rookie year in, in Minneapolis. You know, you go 80 yards and four plays is a, you know, the time-consuming drive for the Vikings back then. It's the same thing with the Chiefs right now. Uh, I have a, I have a sense that the Chiefs are going to, are, are going to pull it out, you know. The, the thing that's key is, you know, none of the starters in the Super Bowl have, have ex, Super Bowl experience except for Richard Sherman. Um, and I and I bet Sherman plays really well, but I don't know that that's going to be enough to to push the uh, yeah. 49ers over the. Over Wade the said edge. there was no way Richard Sherman can cover Tyreek Hill. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, I think, can. Uh, no, exactly. The the only the only one that can. Uh, well, I don't think there's anybody that can cover him, so that's it. You know, it's uh, he's he's the best. And and the thing is, you know, you can't take him out of the game. Like, look, the the Texans thought they'd taken out him out of the game with that fast start, and, and they did. And then they got burned by him. You know, so um, you know, it, it's interesting. Andy Reid has won so many games, and he hasn't won a Super Bowl. Um, so I think he's a little bit of a sentimental favorite. Although around here, maybe that tilts more toward the. San Francisco with the Shanahan connection. You know, uh, but if I'm, a, if I'm a Broncos fan, I'm, I'm lamenting a couple things on Sunday. One is that, that Kyle and, and Mike are are in 
Not in Denver? And not in Denver. Right. And the second thing is I think you got to look and say, look, our chief rival, the Kansas City Chiefs, you know, Mahomes has started two years, has an MVP award, threw for 50 touchdowns, and probably should be going to a second Super Bowl. You know, if not for the uh, neutral zone infraction by mm-hmm. D. Ford, you know, when when they picked off uh, Tom Brady in last year's AFC Championship, you know, Mahomes might be defending a title, uh, for all we know. So he's going to one Super Bowl, he's won one MVP, he's 24 years old, and he has been a starter for two years. You got to figure he's got another fifteen years of tormenting the oh. Denver Broncos. So. Oh, let's not let's not talk about the future just yet. Like <laughs> I, you don't want to give me nightmares. Now, something you brought up: the Chiefs are built to play from behind. But what I really like about that statement, no, no, they just they're built as a pass happy team. It doesn't it doesn't matter. Look like look at the Titans. When Derrick Henry runs, they win, and when they get behind, they have to change that game plan. Now yeah. the Niners. What I'm really looking forward to is. The, the Chiefs play the same every play. The Niners have the ability to, to run down the clock with a run game, but if they're behind, Garoppolo can throw the ball. Yes, he can. You know, he can yeah. throw it, so I'm very interested. But that's, which, that won't be the game plan. Uh, no, so no. They have to get out of the game you, plan you to run. do that. They, they need to do it. Like, San Francisco wants to run the ball. They want to throw 250 yards on the ground this game. The Chiefs? I mean, Damian yeah. Williams has been playing great during the playoffs, but they don't need him. They just—they need Mahomes to stay healthy. Uh, I like the Chiefs in this game. I do. I—I I, I like well, the Chiefs. I like the uh, right now. The over is sitting at fifty-five points. Wade Phillips obviously nailed that one, twenty-eight, twenty-seven. Uh, I yeah. don't think Mahomes is beatable. I don't. I—I I agree with you. Now I will say this: um, if the San Francisco get, builds a lead, let's say a third-quarter lead, I guarantee you that Kyle Shanahan is going to eat some clock and run the ball. Uh, which is what he failed to do in Super Bowl 51 yeah. mm-hmm. uh, when they built the, the huge lead on Tom Brady and then uh, everything went south. Then so the lights went I out. I think he learned his lesson. Right. Same running back, actually. Same running back. Uh, Arnie, yeah. you, you had a chance to talk to Mike Shanahan, and uh, and he had, a, he had a proud papa moment. How was that? Oh, it was nice. You know, uh, I talked to him last night. Uh, you know, he flew out to Miami this morning, but... You know, I talked to him last night uh, here in Denver, and, um, you know, I wanted to talk to him right after the NFC Championship when, you know, he was able to present the George Hallis Trophy to his kid and, and you know, kind of ask him about the advice he's given Kyle, this sort of thing. Um, but he said, let's do it the week of the Super Bowl so I can kind of get my thoughts together, which was fine. Um, but it was really interesting because, you know, Mike is very nervous uh, as a father, um, he says it's much more nerve-wracking as a father than as the head coach when you're going into the Super Bowl. But, you know, look, Kyle's been there. You know, he was there as a high schooler. He was there as a as a young kid on the sideline with Mike when Mike was in San Francisco and then again in Denver. And um, obviously he was there as an assistant coach with Atlanta. So the Super Bowl is nothing new to Kyle. Obviously being the head guy is new. Um, but, but what is new right now for, for father and son is – the enormity of this game. And so, um, you know, Mike was really excited about it, but you could tell he's got the butterflies. He's nervous for his kid. Mm-hmm. One really cool quote he gave me, though, was, you know, no matter what your kid does for a living, no matter what you do for a living, the thing that makes you proud is to watch them succeed in whatever they do, whether that's on the football field or in life, in relationships, in business, whatever they do, teaching, whatever they choose to do, 
your proudest moment is not anything you did in your life, but what your kids do. So, you know, it was kind of cool to talk to him kind of father to father about that and uh, cranked out the story overnight. It was a, it was a nice little uh, little story with Mike, so I appreciated him uh, I, I sharing think, his. I think the quarterback in the last 20 years, 25 years, I can more compare to Mahomes is Brett Favre. Uh, is, is, is that a fair comparison? Is anybody else that you think is more comparable? To Mahomes? Yeah. Oh, no, I mean, he's he's a clone of Favre. I say that because you know, I covered Favre for 15 years, mm-hmm. and he had he had that moxie about him. He had uh, the leadership, all these qualities, but, you know, he, he could do things that nobody else would even think of doing, uh, very against the grain, a lot like Mahomes. You know, if you're going to try to teach a kid to play quarterback, you're going to say, okay, Watch what Mahomes does, but don't do anything that he does. Yeah. Just see, just see, see, see the, see the, see the results, but don't emulate his footwork. Don't emulate, you know, the things he does. Not that he throws off the wrong foot, but what he does is he goes off script and he can make these great plays um, because of this otherworldly athleticism and leadership. And I think a lot of it has to do with the growing up playing baseball as well. You know, there's just kind of this cross sport. Uh, mentality that he has uh where he can get the ball in like he's like he's throwing it from shortstop to first base you know to nail the runner um so yeah i think i think mahomes is the best and, and you know andrew Reed has said as much you know when when he you know he has sat down with brett Favre, who he was you know who he tutored in, in in green bay as his quarterback's coach um and then when he was even looking at mahomes you know to to draft him he's he compared him to Brett Favre. He has that mentality. He Favre, has that. Favre ended up with 508 touchdown passes and 336 interceptions. Mahomes has yeah. 76 touchdown passes, only in three years, two and a half, and 18 interceptions. In playoffs, that, that, in playoffs, Favre is 44 touchdowns, 30 interceptions. Mahomes is 11 touchdowns, no interceptions. He is so much more efficient. But they did, it, it's unbelievable how efficient he is. That's the thing I've always said is that he is Brett Favre without the interceptions, yeah. <laughs> which is, you know, I think that's the perfect quarterback, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you could, you could take away the interceptions, you know, and Favre used to say, hey, look, you know, if, if you play long enough, you're going to set the record for the most interceptions. I, I saw him play a uh, playoff game. I think he threw six picks against the Rams during that uh you know, Kurt Warner's time there with the greatest show on turf. I may be wrong. It may have been four or five, but the point was he was just going to keep throwing it. They were behind. He was going to keep throwing it. And he said, look, if, if, we'd, if we'd have played five more minutes, I'd have had seven. And I mean, that's just, that was his, that was his <laughs> thing. But, but you, you, you know, you knew that in order to get the greatness out of Favre and then in order to get the great plays, you had to deal with, you know, the picks and some of the bad plays. Uh, with Mahomes, you don't. You don't have to. You don't have to deal with anything. You're like, okay, he's efficient. Um, like I said, he's the perfect quarterback. I just hope he stays healthy. You know, he had that scare here in Denver this season where he dislocated that kneecap. It was a freak injury, you know, and he came back a lot quicker than I think we anticipated. But I just hope he stays healthy because part of what makes him so good is is his mobility. And, uh, you know, I'd hate to see that uh, – yeah, I hate to see him have to become a pure pocket passer, uh, you know, for fear of getting hurt. But I suppose there's going to be some edging toward that as he gets older. You know what? Baseball player has hit into the most double plays in the career. 
Um, uh, who would it be? It's got to be someone famous, Gil. You don't you don't put <laughs> up a softball like that. Henry Aaron. Yeah, that's why Favre says if yeah. you play long enough, you're going to get this many. Henry Aaron, because he yeah. played so long, and uh, uh, it's not like Henry Aaron couldn't hit. <laughs> so uh, right. I remember when covering George Brett's final game, he was playing in the Texas, uh, the old Texas Rangers stadium in Arlington, Texas. And uh, before the game, he said, I want my last at bat to be a ground out to short or a ground out to second because that's been my life is grounding out up the middle. Uh, even though he had this Hall of Fame career and he had these, all these records and 3,000 hits and whatnot, he said, what I remember most is getting up and just pounding the ball into the dirt to one of the middle infielders. Uh, oddly enough, he got a single in his last at-bat, so he didn't fulfill his wish, but I think he was happy with that nonetheless. Yeah, Ted Williams hit a home run in his last at-bat, and that's what we remember him for, that's too. Right. Hey, we got to run. Right. Thanks so much, Arnie. Thanks, Arnie. Enjoy, right. enjoy the game. Thanks, guys. You Ar- too. See ya. Arnie Stapleton. Across the USA. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.